You're listening to the Texas Standard. Political nonprofits will have to reveal some of their major donors after the Supreme Court on Tuesday declined to intervene with a federal judge's earlier ruling. Back in August of this year, District Court Judge Beryl Howell of D.C. threw out a decades-old Federal Election Commission regulation which allowed nonprofit groups to keep their donors secret unless they had earmarked the money for specific purposes. So, what does this change mean, especially given that the midterms are only weeks away? To explore, we're joined by Michelle Yehi Lee, who covers money and influence in politics for The Washington Post. Michelle, thanks so much for speaking with us on The Standard. Thanks for having me. Uh, Some advocacy groups uh, that have called for getting what they call dark money out of politics are calling this a victory for transparency, but others say it could have a chilling effect on fundraising. Could you explain those two sides here for us? Sure. So this throws out a longstanding rule that some of the advocates who want to get rid of dark money in politics have said created a loophole for these nonprofits and fundraising. Um, So what they say is that because of this regulation, some of these nonprofits were able to fundraise money that paid for their political activity. But unless you specifically earmarked it for political purposes, Mm -hmm. you didn't have to report it. And now this regulation is gone. So it's kind of, uh, it's a wild, wild west right now. And everyone's kind of scrambling to figure out what this exactly means. But in the meantime, because this would lead to more transparency than there was before, the advocates who want to get rid of dark money are very much welcoming it. Uh, what about the chilling effect on fundraising? What's the what's the theory there that people will not big big donors will not donate to these groups in the future? Right. That the the theory is that because the rules are not clear anymore, there's not a regulation guiding them. That these political nonprofits don't know exactly what they're supposed to be saying when they raise money from these big donors, what they can tell them the money's going to be used for, the rules under which they used to act before, they're just not there anymore. So they're worried that the donors are going to spook and not give money because they don't want to be revealed, whereas in the past they had assurances that they were not going to be re- revealed. And in fact, it's not a, it's not that out of uh, left field to talk about this because some of the politically active nonprofits that I've talked to have said that they've already been changing their fundraising activity, moving um, some of the activity over to an affiliated super PAC mm-hmm. where the donors are revealed. And so donors are already having to um, adjust their activity a little bit and think about the ramifications of their name being revealed now, right. whereas in the past they weren't. I want to make so sure it's that, already pretty out- altering behavior. I want to forgive me for interrupting, but I want to make sure that we understand what we're talking about here when we talk about political nonprofits. Could you give us an example of maybe one or two from the right and one or two from the left so we have a sense of sort of what we're talking about here? Sure. These are nonprofits where as long as politics or political activity does not go over 50% of what you do, you can stay as a nonprofit and you don't have to register as a super PAC or as a political committee. So on the left, 
Uh, the League of Conservation Voters is a politically active nonprofit. Um, the Planned Parenthood Action Fund is a politically active nonprofit. And the, these both of these groups have an affiliated super PAC where the donors are revealed. And the super PAC can do everything that's political activity. There's no limit. As, and that's why you have to reveal your donors. On the right, it's Americans for Prosperity, which is a Koch-backed political um, group that is a politically active nonprofit. They also have an affiliated super PAC um, named Americans for Prosperity Action. Um, on the right, there's also NRA ILA, which is the legislative and political um, arm of the NRA, and that arm is a politically active super uh, nonprofit. So those are some examples, and these are huge players on the left and the right, and it affects everybody. Well, I, but will it affect the midterms? I mean, there is a certain process in rulemaking. You talk about the Wild West now existing, and presumably the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission, will now have to take action, but making a rule takes time, uh, typically. So uh, what does this mean for the midterms? It could mean that these groups have to reveal their donors as early as October 15th, which is the next quarterly filing deadline with the FEC for these groups. In the past, they would file um, these filings by the quarterly deadline, but they didn't have to reveal their donors. And we'll have to see in the next filing if this takes effect as quickly as that. The FEC now is coming up with some sort of guidelines to help politically active nonprofits know what what they should be following and kind of things that they should be thinking about as they're fundraising in lieu of having a regulation, a new regulation, because a regulation takes time. It'll take months to draft. It'll take more months to have a public comment period. So it'll take a long time for an actual mm -hmm. regulation to be in place. But in the meantime, the judge's ruling from a month ago, a month and a half ago, throwing out this rule is effective as right. of Tuesday. So right now there is no rule, which means that the, these uh, nonprofits have to disclose some of their donors. And it could be as early as October 15th that we start seeing some of the donor names come through. Michelle Yehi Lee is a reporter for The Washington Post. Michelle, thanks so much for speaking with us on The Standard. Thank you so much.